Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Welcome back to Private Parts Unknown, a podcast that explores love and sexuality around the world. I'm Courtney Kosak. And I'm Sophia Alexandra. And we are bringing you a story of consciously uncoupling during a quarantine. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah, I got a little shiver up my neck on that one. (laughs) Yeah, Corona breakup is unlike any other breakup because the Corona breakup don't, Don't stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> really hard to escape, you know, when when you're in each other's space and lives and enmeshed in such a way that it is uh really really hard to get away. <laughs> Listen, no matter who you are, even if you're single, the coronavirus has had a huge impact on your love life. Whether you are like desperately wanting to be with someone romantically and just completely unable or the dynamic has changed with your partner at home all the time being in each other's space or not being able to see them or whatever the case may be, you probably have felt the effects of COVID. So it seems apropos today that we bring you a story of a lockdown breakup. Yes, because, yeah, this has just been a fast track, you know. Yeah, Wade's brother Ryan calls it an accelerator, and it is totally true. COVID will force a decision one way or the other. If you were on the cusp of something, it's going to happen now. (laughs) Yeah, and I think you are not going to have the kind of, um, call it, luxury or I mean a lot of people say it's a negative of the dating age where you have so many options and people don't really Mm -hmm. commit and all of that now it's like well fuck if the world ends tomorrow like what are we doing and also we're also desperate to connect and to have intimacy because it's so lonely that it's even crazier to try to think of relationships and romantic connections with people Yeah, and we've been politically traumatized and there's just 2020 is a whole vibe. It's shaking up relationships. And so I think it's perfect that we're going to bring you this episode today. I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest. She is a delightful young comedy writer. Her name is Georgia Shank. And let's just get into it. Today, we are reporting deep from the choir, deep choir, relationship, drop in with Georgia. Georgia, how do you say your last name? It's Shank. It's Shank. A, it's very German. Yeah. It's almost like 
Shanked like a knife. Courtney, how else would you pronounce it? <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded so aggressive. It sounded like shank. It sounds like, like literally you're going to shank somebody with a yeah. prison knife. Well, that's German for you. Yeah, it really is. It means bartender, um, which I think is really interesting because I come from a family of alcoholics. So, <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. I know. Yeah. My mom's maiden name, which is my middle name, is Kaufman, and it's in German means salesman, and I'm the worst <laughs> salesperson ever, so that doesn't really track. <laughs> so I want to first clue our listeners in what inspired us to do this episode is I saw you tweeting that your boyfriend ex-boyfriend who you were living with at the time was on a Skype date while you were in the other room trying to distract yourself and I was like (laughs) I must know the whole story and then when I I told Sophia she was like I also need to know this story (laughs) it's really been something today is my first day like out like officially because he helped me move out um so I'll start there we broke up a few months ago um, and he was actually my ex-fiance. Like we had a whole ass wedding plan. Oh, damn. Yeah. Fiance is not boyfriend. No, it's not. <laughs> so then back way, way up because we yeah. need to know the detail, how long you were together, how you met. So we met on Tinder the way that all modern romances do. Totally. We were together for four and a half years. Uh, We were engaged. I say this loosely because there wasn't really any planning done until like the last year since December of 2016. So by the time we broke up, I had a whole date set for this wedding. I had a dress ordered. It's coming in September. I can't wait to put (laughs) in it because I bought it myself. I might as well. (laughs) You have to do a photo shoot. Yeah, those are going to be some fire pics. I'm. Keep telling my uh, Twitter followers, I'm like, if you guys think I'm insufferable with the selfies now, just wait until I get my hands on this dress. (laughs) (laughs) Get it, girl. Um, But we did did break up. It was kind of a mutual thing. I broke up with him. Basically, there was just, I don't even really want to call it unfaithfulness because the relationship had been over for a while. Like how long? I would say since like October of last year is when we both were just like checked out of it. And then we broke up in January and then very temporarily we had like reconciled because I got sick with COVID. This story has it all. It's got (laughs) it all, guys. It's really got it all. And then we broke up again and it's been a whole thing. This is crazy. I mean, basically, you experienced the pressure cooker of COVID going both ways, where like it brought you together, but then it also tore you apart. I mean, clearly, you're saying the relationship was already in trouble, but yeah, uh, there was so much going around about how like quarantine was either saving or breaking relationships. Mm -hmm. And in a way, I felt like it kind of did both. Yes. Um, Because at first, it was just like, you're constantly here. And if I constantly have the time with you, maybe I can like save this. But then I was also reconciling with myself that I had emotionally checked out of the relationship a long time ago. And we were better friends than we were romantic partners, which is how we got the idea that 
maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea if we just stayed quarantined together until the lease ends. And then the lease ended in July (laughs) and here we are. Holy shit. Can I ask, because all this seems so mature. How old are you? I'm 24 and he is also 24. Shut up. Yeah. At 24, you're this mature. I've had a lot of shit. (laughs) You have had a lot of shit. It was honestly a roller coaster of a relationship from like the very first week. I kind of was like, well, we kind of came full circle because I had just moved into my own apartment when I was like 19 and like 11 months. And then he and I got together. I moved in with him like almost immediately. And then a few months down the line, like December 2016 is when we got engaged. And then there was just, um, I'm going to put it nicely and just say infidelity that happened throughout the years on his part. And I just kept trying to like salvage it. What's the not nice way to put infidelity? I mean, (laughs) he cheated on me 10 times. Um, 10 times? Oh, so he was like committed to cheating on you. Yeah, it was like habitual. And again, I don't want, I promised him I would not say anything mean about him. And I really don't hold that against That's him. That's just factual. That's just yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just factual. But like I said, we were good friends. And I was just like, I know he's a good person. I couldn't bring myself to leave him. And the way I started to describe it is it was almost a form of self-harm to like stay in it. Mm. Because it was so easy. And I was just like, maybe I just deserve this. And because when it happens to you so many times, it's just like, what am I doing? I was young and I suffer from um, a condition called borderline personality disorder, which makes me like almost cling. And I have like a fear of abandonment, which I've known for a while, which I think really explains why I stayed in it as long as I did. But like as I got older and I, it feels like cliche to say more mature, but as I got older and more mature, I was just like, no, I don't deserve this. And me leaving the relationship doesn't make him an evil person. It doesn't make me an evil person. It's just two people that should not be entering a lifelong commitment with each other if we can't get the most like basic terms of our like romantic agreement on the same page. Right. There's this girl when I was a kid that said something around me that at that point struck me as mean because I had never dated anyone, but then now strikes me as like very wise. And she said, yeah, I broke up with my fiance because I realized he's the right guy, but he's the right guy for someone else. Yeah, 100%. Even in a way, I think he just kept really trying to make it work, but there was something on his end where I was just like, dude, you're checked out of this too. You've got to like look into yourself. Like if you're willing to go on Bumble and Hinge for whatever reason you're doing it, even if it's just to talk to people, there's a reason you're doing it. Even if it has nothing to do with you. Exactly. Exactly. Oh yeah, it's not personal. It's that he's like not probably in a place where he like knows yet that, oh, maybe if I am habitually cheating on someone, that means like I'm not ready to be in a committed relationship. Maybe I'm not someone who needs to be in a monogamous relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm someone, you know, there's so many options. But when you haven't explored them and you're like very young, then yeah. you can really hurt somebody else if you're just keep trying to fit a square exactly. peg in a round hole. And honestly, I would rather a good, I'm going to say, I'm going to use the word good because we are close friends. And if a good relationship has to end in a breakup versus a bad relationship have to end in divorce, 
I would rather choose the first option. Like I would rather save the friendship that we have than absolutely hate him and have to like go down the trouble of like legal shit at like 25 years old had we continued lying to ourselves and making the motions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I'm curious. So from the beginning, when you found out about this, yeah, were you guys communicating about his dalliances, to put it yeah. nicely? Um, <laughs> Courtney, you're it's like almost gentle- from the 1800s. I'm making it sound gentlemanly. Hold on. I got to put on a hoop skirt while we talk about these dalliances <laughs> right now. <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, really, like the first time it happened was about like six months into the relationship, maybe a little less. And oh shit! I so the honeymoon he, phase. He did not. Yeah, yeah. It was like no time wasted. And I can't. I don't want to go into what happened before this, but we had just gone through something major in our relationship. And I'm like, I was very like raw emotionally, essentially. And when he did that and when this girl reached out to me because they always had like the same track record they would find me on instagram they would message me and send me screenshots of like everything that was going down and i would just be like i can't emotionally handle this my brain will explode and i would like show him the messages i'd be like dude what the fuck and he would immediately have a reason like oh she's my friend don't believe her she's a liar like i knew her before i knew you None of those excuses make sense at all. Exactly. Like, who believes that? Because it wasn't me. The mistake I made was I said, listen, dude, my chances are not unlimited, which I think gave him permission to be like, well, let's just see how many chances there are. (laughs) And that is what just like kept the ball rolling and rolling until it snowballed to the point where it was a mountain and I could not get over it. I remember I kept telling myself, I was like, well, when he does this the next time, I'll break up with him. And then the next time was just pushed to the next time. Because tomorrow is always tomorrow and today is always today. So it's hard to when you live together. Yeah, there were animals involved. I have two chinchillas at the first time I had one. So it was just like, well, who gets my animals if we break up? Spoiler alert, it's me. I love them so much. <laughs> oh, um, the cutest thing, the cutest twist in this story is that your animals are chinchillas. I did I not know. think they're, that's where this is going at all. <laughs> they just woke up and they're sitting over here next to me. Um, yeah, I love them. I have two. I have Sammy and I have Violet. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to like untangle your lives, even if it's only been a certain amount of time. But when you live together, yeah, it's harder to untangle your lives after that. Exactly. And then I think the final straw that did it is I have um, I'm really close with my high school sweetheart. And like he reached out to me out of the blue, literally the day before this last treast happened. And he was like, hey, how you doing? Just want to reconnect. And then I like exploded. I was like, this is what's going on right now. (laughs) And he was just like, oh, my God. Like, no, baby, you don't deserve that. Like, get out. And I think just like having him there. And I've told him this, too. So like, fuck it. Let's tell the world. I was just like having somebody that like snapped and like woke you up. And you're like, no, you don't deserve this. Don't talk to yourself that way. Like, you need to do better, if not for you, then for everybody involved in this situation. 
even just having him as a friend at the time really made a world of difference because I honestly don't think I would have left if it wasn't for like a really like cold water wake up call. Yeah, I had a super dysfunctional relationship in my early 20s and it it was hard to because we were in our own little bubble almost because like he was from another town like you guys meeting on tinder it's not like you have a bunch of mutual friends who are keeping you in line right so your lives get so insular and then you don't even have necessarily perspective on it yourself until some you know exactly I remember I called his best friend after this one girl like called me and she was like He's lying to you. And I called him because he told me he was out on a photography trip at the time and I couldn't get a hold of him. I had called him like six times. So I called his best friend. I was like, where is he? Because he had told me at the time he was with the best friend. And the best friend goes, oh, he's with me. And then I goes, okay, put him on the phone. And then he goes, <laughs> okay, he's not with me. that guy was not prepared for one step beyond the original (laughs) lie what is he new you gotta be three steps at least prepared three steps at least tell me he's in the bathroom like give yourself time (laughs) exactly it's just like dude follow and the joke became okay follow-up question are you telling the truth no (laughs) (laughs) that is so funny you know, it's a bad look when like even their friends are like, you need to get out of this. Yeah. I once dated a guy and his friends, anytime we were alone, they'd be like, so why are you still dating Steve? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. But you guys know, are friends Steve's with friends Steve. Even. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, we know. But we're also like not fucking him. Like, what? Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, this is bad. This is real bad. Hey, Sophia, what are the three branches of government? Indica, sativa, and hybrid. Next. Oh, my God, you stoner. You need to play Trivia Star. Why? What's up with Trivia Star? With Trivia Star, you can keep your mind sharp. Trivia Star keeps you on your toes. It's the best way to test yourself and teach yourself really important things you need to know. Yeah, okay, I could probably benefit from that. And tell me, is Trivia Star free? Trivia Star is a free mobile quiz game that's entertaining and challenging. You can choose categories like music, sports, movies, TV, animals, celebrities. I'm great at celebrities. I bet you are. (laughs) There are over 60 categories to choose from, so there's always more trivia to explore. What happens if I choose the correct answer for multiple choices and beat the clock? Guess what? You move on to the next level. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) And the questions get harder over time, but if you get stuck, don't worry, Sophia. You can use coins and gems to get a hint and beat the level. I love gems and coins. They're the best. And Trivia Star has 2,000 five-star reviews in the Apple Store. Join them today and see if you're smart enough to win. I am. We'll see. Right now, Trivia Star is offering 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. Just go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Again, search Trivia Star and enjoy 2,500 coins and 500 gems. Download Trivia Star for free today. Georgia, I'm kind of curious if because you, I don't know if you're open to talking about it at all, but I mean, you went through a really traumatic 
event. Yeah. And like a sh- a shooting experience. I did. Was that during your relationship? It was. So the event that Courtney is referring to is the Capital Gazette shooting that occurred next to my work while I was working. That's so insane. And the way that I found out, I worked in a shopping mall at the time. I worked at the Westgate Annapolis Mall. And if you look at this on a map, the shooting happened at 888 Westgate. So they're kind of like catty cornered away from each other. I get an incoming text message from my ex and he was my fiance at the time. And he goes, hey, there's a mass shooting where you're working. I was like, no, there's not. I was like, I feel like I would know if there was a mass shooting where I was working. And then slowly but surely, like whispers started getting out. The mall started like clearing. And then I go up to my manager and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is happening right now? And she's like, yeah, so there's a shooting going on. Um, They have it contained. The police is there. Like it was no big deal. This is like, it was like any other Tuesday. And I remember just being like traumatized and they like locked the doors with the customers inside with us. And I talk about this, like, this is not the worst thing that could have fucking gone on that day. So I don't really feel any sympathy for myself, but it was very, very traumatic that this was happening like so close and there was nothing we could do. We couldn't leave. We couldn't get any intel as to what was going on. And all while this is happening, six beautiful lives have been taken like catty cornered away from us. So I went home. He was not there at the time. He had just moved to Virginia into our new apartment where I would be moving in like a week's time. So it was just traumatic. And going through that and like not having somebody there to comfort you was really, really hard. I can't even imagine. That sounds so frightening to me. And just like it would shake your sense of stability every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm trying to like word this correctly, but it was very hard for a very long time to like go out without anybody. Like I couldn't go out alone. Like if I wanted to go somewhere, I would have to wait for him to get home because like I couldn't physically put myself through the stress of like not having somebody there with me. If like a 1% chance that something was to go down was to happen. Yeah, those are PTSD symptoms for sure. Oh yeah, 100%. George has written about this for Bustle. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really sorry you went through that. Oh, it's, I mean, I still kind of have a hard time talking about it. That was, we just passed the two-year anniversary, but it's, it was just traumatic. And then, like I said, it just, you just needed like something to cling on to during that time. And I really clung on to my relationship. Yeah, I mean, that makes total sense to me. To me, that seems like a really good reason why you would stay with someone who was cheating on you, you know? Absolutely. My friend um, who suffered the loss of her brother that was really traumatic wouldn't break up with her partner for a long time because she was like, he's the last person that knew my brother. Mm -hmm. And like that relationship wasn't good and wasn't working for either of them anymore. But it's like, in a weird way, PTSD can really like lock you in place yeah it fucks with you another reason was just so much of my relationship with him had been I lost my dad when I was 16 so a lot of my post high school life was just like running away from who I thought I was like during that time 
And he was really the first person who got to like know me, know me after my dad died. And it's just like, this is the new Georgia. He doesn't know the old Georgia. It's kind of a clean slate. So I could be whoever I wanted to be. And while that's great on paper, it does take away from like, well, this is who I am and this is where I come from. And you can't really understand the mistakes or the problems or even the faults that I'm having if you don't really understand where I'm coming from. Oh, Georgia, <laughs> I'm so excited for your next because now you are just like a day or two into your move to Chicago. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, 100%. Today is my first full day in Chicago. Congratulations on your new place and your new move. Thank you so much. I'm really excited. Yeah, this has been a long time coming, right? You're like yeah. there to do comedy to... 100%. You know. I've been writing comedy professionally for about three years now. So when we broke up, I was just like, I need to do something for me. And <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to move to Chicago. I've never been to Chicago before. I have no idea where <laughs> I am right now. Um, but I'm just trusting my gut and it feels really good. It feels scary, but it feels really good. I got to say, you sound really integrated. It's fucked up to be in your early 20s and to especially all, go through all that stuff. And I mean, I was so messy at that age, but you sound <laughs> really good and really like integrated at this I point. I appreciate that. Can I ask you, do you have any tips um, <laughs> for people that both are trying to figure out how to live with... <laughs> somebody that they've broken up with during COVID and also tips for how <laughs> to stay together during COVID if it's the right thing. If it's the right thing, I would say you don't have to be with that person 24-7 despite what people are telling you online. I think there's this giant stigma of, well, you we have all this time together. Make it worth it. Cook meals together. Get to know mm -hmm. each other again. You don't have to do that. I feel like taking time apart from each other is really good. There were days when we would look at each other and be like, I can't look at your face right now. <laughs> and we would go like sit in another room for literally the 12 hours we were awake and then just like come back together at night. And I feel like the times that were good, like that really helped. And then we would also, I posted about this to my Twitter right before we began filming. We would also like drink together. Don't do that. Because I would say do that. <laughs> For my own personal quarantine experience, I would say do that. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Like, like we said, 50-50. Like, there's a video I posted um, to my Twitter where I'm, like, dancing and, like, very clearly drunk and just having a great time. And he's explaining his new diet regimen to me. He's like, I want to eat healthy. I want to be healthy. And then I'm just sitting there and I'm literally, like, like, shimmying to whatever song I was listening to. And then I just, like, cut and I go, What? And that's the end of the video. <laughs> uh, not on the same page for sure while you guys drank. <laughs> yeah. And then the opposite of that is like we would get very angry and like yell at each other about our feelings and be like, why did you do this? And then it was a lot. So, I mean, like I said, it's very 50-50. If you're not in a good place, don't drink. If you are in a good place, drink. I recommend it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's my amended statement so wait how long did you spend broken up 
but in the same household. If we're including January, and I include January, because I feel like that was really the actual like tipping point, um, six and a half months. So (laughs) it was a long time. Holy fuck. And not seeing other people during this time? Um, so up until like last month, yeah, not seeing other people. Like we weren't even seeing each other. Zero people. (laughs) Like we were just like avoiding each other at all costs. So I have been talking, um, I'm going to use that word very lightly. I've been talking to somebody my, I've been talking to my high school sweetheart. I'll just fucking oh, say it. Oh, um, I was going to yeah. ask about that. Yeah. <laughs> I get really giddy when I talk about him, and it's very, 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 very casual. And, like, there's no DTR happening because no DTR needs to happen. I just – I know what it is, and I feel pretty confident with that. He has been talking to a girl. He met her online, and he's very happy. And like This was the Skype date? Yeah, this is the Skype date. And it's kind of cute. He would like ask me questions about like what he could be doing better in the relationship. I would be like, oh, that's so nice. He'd be like, she said this. He goes, this is how I feel about it. How do you think I should respond appropriately to this? And I'd be like, oh, thank you for asking. And then I would respond. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, it really was what it was. Yeah, that's very sweet. It's very sweet, but there is something bittersweet about like watching someone be better for the next person. (laughs) You're like, God damn it. You're like, I took the hits for six and a half months or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the reason I wasn't bitter about it was because I was just, I currently am feeling emotions that like I haven't fucking felt in four and a half years. So I was just like, if this is the high that it gives somebody else, let them have it. Like what I it, jealousy and like cynicism do nothing for me. Like it doesn't give me anything to be bitter about it. So like why do it? Yay. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I can't speak for him. And he told me, he's like, I want to be on the podcast too. So I can have my. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, buddy. We don't know who you are. So we don't know you. We don't know you like that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I purposely scheduled after I knew his like plane was leaving. Um, So this was it. He helped you move. He helped you move to Chicago. And then this was like goodbye. Yeah, this was goodbye. We played the the bear in the big blue house like closing song. I don't know if that was during your time, but it's like a very I don't know what that is. What is that? Look up up bear in the big blue house uh, closing song. It's very sad. Luna, do you have time to sing a goodbye song before you go? Always bear. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when When suddenly suddenly we're we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Goodbye. And tomorrow just like today. The moon, the bear, and the big blue house will be waiting for you to come and play. 
come and play, to come and play. Bye now. Did you guys have any other parting little exchanges? So we very briefly explored downtown Chicago through social distancing. We wore our masks the entire time and saw the bean, which, like I said, of course, the bean saw the bean. I wanted to see Second City because that's where Courtney and I met. Yes. But I got vetoed because it was a two mile walk and it's like 90 degrees here. (laughs) Yeah, that's hot as hell. Yeah. So I didn't really blame him. And then we like sat at a table and we ate deep dish pizza, which I had never had before. So <laughs> it was a day. It was fun. Aww. And then he uh, drank three cocktails at the airport and he sent me a text message. I'll read it to you. It says, goodbye, wave emoji, stay safe and live life to its fullest. And then the smiley face emoji. <laughs> That's your ex's last text to you. That's so yeah, cute. <laughs> I know. I was, <laughs> and then I wrote back. I was like, goodbye. Hope you have a good night. Let me know when you get back safe. And like, that's just literally how casual it is. Like, we're just much better friends than we are in a relationship. Oh, this is a a really hopeful note. Yeah, these COVID breakups don't have to be bad. They don't have to. Like, I think if we had broken up and then like immediately separated, I don't think we would have been friends. I honestly don't think so. Because at first the breakup was ugly, like shouting at each other. Because like, wow, you don't really have time to like work through those emotions if you separate yourself and you immediately go and like self soothe with your friends and they're like, fuck that guy. You don't need him, but you don't really see the humanity on the other side of it. So I think being stuck with each other, like we kind of had to see where the other person was coming from in order to survive it. Damn, man, that. you're spitting yeah. some truths right now. Oh, yeah, girl. I know. 24. This is so crazy. You're so mature about this. Yeah, I looked up that show, that bear show. I'm sorry. That was from 1997. How old were you then? Five? No, I was one when that show came out. I'm going to slap you in the face. (laughs) Courtney, cancel the podcast recording. (laughs) I was one year old. Pack it up, Georgia. I know there is like a version... No, we couldn't be your mom, but kind of no. close. Closer than we're comfortable yeah. with. Why <laughs> did you continue the torture by adding more things, Courtney? <laughs> what up, Volvo owners? Do you want to come harder? Well, it is scientifically proven that a stronger pelvic floor can lead to stronger orgasms. And that's where Intensity by Pour Moi comes in. Yeah, it does. Intensity by Pour Moi is an intimate health and stimulation device. A lot of people might be tempted to call it a vibrator, but it's actually much, much more than that. Everyone loves to talk about the effects of vibration, but what makes Intensity special is how it tightens and tones your pelvic floor muscles. Yeah, I like to describe it as automatic Kegels with a kick. Because most people know that Kegels are important, but they don't know that intensity does them better by automatically exercising the muscles of the pelvic floor for you. It's more than just a squeeze, it's an exercise program. And let me tell you, baby, I love to feel good while I work out. Not only will intensity teach you how a properly performed Kegel feels, it also has a vibrating component for your pleasure. Intensity lets you balance feeling good with working hard. 
This is the only kind of working out I can get behind, honestly. <laughs> and Courtney, one other thing I want to mention is that studies have shown that tightened and toned pelvic floor muscles increase the power and intensity of the female orgasm. So what I love about intensity is it naturally rejuvenates the vagina by tightening and toning the pelvic floor muscles. Mm, so tell me, how have those orgasms been, Sophia? earth shaking baby like i live on the san andreas fault Ow! that's right you guys and poor moi is offering our listeners an additional 25 dollars off of intensity when you go to poor and enter code private at checkout and the best part about it is you can use this code along with any other code on their website that's right baby you can double up that's 25 bucks off on top of all ongoing promotions when you go to P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com and use promo code private. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com code private. Wee oui, wee. Oui. It's French. <laughs> so how long were you with this high school sweetheart? Okay, so... This is kind of, it's its own complicated story, but we met when we were 15 and we both were like very like best friends. You can find, you can still find like a lot of conversations with us on Facebook where it's like 300 comments long on like a single like thread. And we both talked about it like when we actually started dating and we were, we both realized we had a crush on each other just late in the game. And it was just like, wait, I had a crush on you. No, wait, I had a crush on you. And then we started dating when it was like two months after my dad died. And we started dating on accident. The school had just put on a production of a chorus line. And he came over to my house after the show. He's pansexual. And we were both trying to like fuck our friend who was like there and very uncomfortable in between us. And so that friend like naturally left and um, he and I we were just like, you down? And we were like, yep. And then we <laughs> and then like a week went by and we like barely talked to each other and we were like, oh no, what do we do? And then I like sent him a message. I was like, do you want to come over and drink? And then we did. And that's how I lost my virginity. You skipped a lot of steps in there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. My friend group was very sexual at the time. I was horny all the time, but I hadn't lost my virginity yet. And when he came over, one thing led to another, and that's how I lost my virginity. But it wasn't like a feelings thing. It was just like it a... It was not a feeling. It was... I was horny, but no one would like have sex with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just excited. I would honestly you. put it as more of a chemistry thing. It was not the plan, it's just what happened. And I wrote like a college essay about this for like the one week I went to college. And I was just like, and <laughs> I was very sex positive and so was my friend group. And um, he had dated my best friend at the time before this and I was very nervous to tell her. And she goes, oh my fucking God, like, yes, girl. <laughs> She's like something we have in common. Um, you love to see so it. Hip I and love to see I it. Know. <laughs> oh, look I at like, me. Like, Everyone's pansexual. We're all uh, cool with each other. We're I sex know. positive. I, I'm so jealous. I know. It's wild because it's literally the opposite of what you think would happen. Um, but it yeah, is. we we um, have been 
low key, like very close. And we only really broke up because of like parting ways after high school. And that's, that's Amore for you. <laughs> so where does he live right now? Minnesota. Oh. Courtney. <laughs> I'm from Minnesota, but this has nothing to do with me because I'm in yeah. LA now. But you aren't that far from him right now. No, that's a very good point, Courtney. Hmm. Is that on purpose? <laughs> or just I a coincidence? It was, it was not the intention of moving to Chicago, but it is a perk. Love it. I feel yeah. like we might have to have you back in six months to find yeah, no. out what's yeah, going who on. Knows? Who knows what I'm going to say? I might be black and white thinking all over the place in six months, but we'll see. <laughs> the beauty of being 24 is the yeah, world is your fucking change. oyster. Anything could change at any minute, and I'm literally just taking it day by day. So we'll see where this goes. I'm so excited for you. This is such Guys? a fun, fun time. I know. And thank you, COVID, despite all of your fucking bitchery. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a growth, could be a growth opportunity. But where can people find you, Georgia? Uh, at Georgia Shank. And my last name is spelled S-H-E-N-K on Twitter.com. And you can also find me in Reductress. Yes. And yeah. she is extremely online. So oh, you will I am be extremely online. <laughs> <laughs> you will be very happy and entertained to follow her. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much, Georgia. Thank you guys. Have a great night. You too. Thank you. Bye. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Sophia, wasn't that a heartwarming breakup story? Honestly makes you believe in humanity. So it's been three months since we did this interview. Are you a little bit curious what happened to Georgia? Yeah, I can't wait for the update because, yeah, it's been since July. So I really want to know where she's at now and where they're at. Okay, well, the update does not disappoint. This is what I heard back from Georgia literally last night. Hi, babe. Things in Chicago are good. Thanks for asking. My high school sweetheart and I are officially dating. Oh, my God. But this is the best part. But my ex and I are no longer friends. <laughs> oh, shit. That's unexpected. What happened? I think probably nothing. Because here's the thing. When I was listening back to it, I was like, you don't have to stay friends with your ex. I mean, it's so sweet that they were able to like walk through this experience together and like, you know, take care of each other during the breakup. But like, there's no need to be friends with your ex after the fact, right? When you're moving on. Okay, but I wouldn't put it in that way if it was just like a drifting apart. I would have been like, oh, uh, we don't really keep in touch as much anymore. If she says we are no longer friends, someone got hurt. Oh, you think that's sharply worded? Someone got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm guessing uh, it was him. <laughs> I'm guessing he did not react well to the moving on so quickly. But again, this is a lot of guessing and projecting. I don't Ooh, know. I like it, though. So. That's what makes it fun. We don't know, you guys. I just gave you the literal update that I got. But we should actually have her back in a few months and get the postscript on this. Yeah, I'd love to know how it turns out with her and her um, high school sweetheart. 
And you guys, coming up very soon, we have the OnlyFans series for you. We are about to get that popping off in just a couple weeks, so make sure you check back for that very soon. The OnlyFans series is so good, and you're going to fall in love with all of the OnlyFans creators, so just watch your ass. And if you want to listen early, get yourself a serious subscription because you girls are doing a week early exclusives on Sirius right now. So very good reason to subscribe. Yeah, the OnlyFans series is coming out a week early on the Sirius channel. She's so funny. And it's going to be a really fun, wild ride. So if you can't wait, tune into Sirius a week before we drop the episode on our regular podcasting channels. Hey, Sophia, what's that bomb-ass music? I'm so glad you asked, Court. This music is by our dope friend, Amy Roche. Buy her music, find her. Her last name is spelled R-A-A-S-C-H. This episode was mixed by Mike Castaneda from Plastic Audio. We love you, Mike. Bye, Mike. <laughs> Sophia, I'm like, you've just demoted yourself to a backup singer. I was I just going to say it's not a demotion. Um, I am relishing <laughs> my role as the background singer. It's allowing me the creativity I've always wanted without the necessity to sing on key which has never really honestly been a concern of mine. So Sophia's really just always wanted to be a triangle or like a set of drums. <laughs> and now it's time for the review of the week. And we have a new one called important, which it's true, you guys. Five stars, important. Amazing how y'all really did that. Every single person would benefit from listening. Thank you, Slughead01. You know what I think he's referring to? Or she? Slughead is not gendered, necessarily. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to bring the binary into the Slughead's world, okay? <laughs> Slugheads can be anything. <laughs> but I think what Slughead is referring to is the Ashley Madison episode we just did, which, yeah, we did really do that. And I agree, every single person would benefit from listening. So if you haven't heard it, check it out. Yeah, um, there's not really a greater sales pitch than it's a woman talking about her experiences being on Ashley Madison and being why women cheat. Ow, ow! We're not cheaters, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but no judgment, because now no that judgment. we've had this episode, I don't know. We might. I don't know. We might. Things are complicated. <laughs> it's perhaps judgment. You don't know the situation. So maybe don't judge first, okay? But don't cheat on us, okay? See you guys next time. Bye! Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.